You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. What's up, legends? Okay, okay, okay. You guys are going to like this episode today. I wanted to do something a little bit different. You know, I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. I think as an entrepreneur does. And one of the things that I do is I do case studies on businesses. I don't want these to be too long. I want these to be little nuggets so you can go on with your day and you can expand and grow your company or your business or your startup. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to create kind of like a little different episode. This is for the people who are in it, who are looking to grow a business or they're already, you know, in the business and just looking to see what, are you, what am I doing wrong or how do I make sure that I stay focused to hit all of my goals? So without any further ado, we're going to call this, I guess, business case studies. And this episode today is going to be why Blockbuster failed and why you won't. You will not fail if you make sure that you don't uh, fall on these same you know, principles that they fell on. And so everybody knows Blockbuster, right? Um, I literally keep a Blockbuster card in my desk. And so when I open up uh, where I keep my business cards and for, for clients and things like that, the Blockbuster card sits at the top. And I keep that there because no matter how big I get, no, no matter how big my companies grow to and how much of the market that they that they hold, I want to always make sure that I understand why Blockbuster failed. I mean, I can recall as a kid, Blockbuster was the ish, right? Friday after school, I'd have my school uniform on. My mom would pick me up and I'd say, mom, I did great at school. You know, I got an A on my test. Can we go to Blockbuster? Can I get a movie? Can I get a video game? Can I get some candy, right? And so, you know, a lot of times she would say yes, or a lot of times my dad would say yes. And so we would go to Blockbuster, Indicator, I guess this is on Flat Shows Parkway, by where the Publix used, I don't know if the Publix is still there. I haven't been there in about a year or two. But, you know, right there on the corner and the Blockbuster was sitting right there. And we would go inside and it was like the most amazing thing ever for a kid. And Blockbuster was massive. The line would be out the flipping door. If you didn't get there on time, your video was was gone, right? Because remember, they would only have like five DVDs for, for, for I don't know what you call the next generation. Is, is it Generation Z? The next generation, so the young folks right now, like my son, he don't even know, he won't ever know probably what Blockbuster is. He'll hear the stories, right? He'll hear, man, you know, wow, you guys had physical copies of it. Like, what does that even look like? They probably would be like, like, what, like, how does that even work? You mean you just don't go online and just click a button and then it pops up and it's already streamed to your your VR headset, right? They, they probably won't even know what that is. But for us millennials and baby boomers, we like Blockbuster was that thing. It was the ish. So, you know, how did they become like non-existent in today's society? And that's what these episodes are going to be about. As you may know, ladies and gentlemen, Blockbuster didn't just fall off like the map, right? It was it was a continual spiral, like a, a downward spiral, like in your toilet bowl, like that, like when it flushes down and the spirals down, right? That's kind of what happened to Blockbuster. And a lot of that demise was because of Netflix. The real reason that Blockbuster did not dominate and, and control the market is because of one thing, ladies and gentlemen, one thing. They were afraid of change. They did not embrace change. In your business, there will be times where you've done something one way for so long. 
It could even just be a year and it's worked for a year. And you're like, no, this thing works. This is what we're going to do. We're not changing. Any leader who does not believe in change is a bad leader. Everything changes. The season changes. The, the universe tells us that we have to change. Our bodies even change. Everything around us changes. And so in your business, your business must continue to change. Don't focus on always, you know, don't be the guy and the leader who says, you know, we've got, always got clients this way, so we're always going to do it this way, right? We've always door knocked, so we're going to continue to door knock. Like that is the way. That's the way we're going to succeed is door knocking. Because, you know, in 1992 when we started this company, I knocked on, I knocked on a thousand doors a day or whatever, and that's how we grew. It's a different, it's a different day. You have to adapt and you have to change. Now, what Blockbuster became was a conglomerate. They they controlled almost 100% of the market. I mean, they were flipping massive. They were a conglomerate. And, you know, what's what's even more amazing is I want you to look at this. And it's it's definitely, it's it's something I've noticed. Any industry that has one conglomerate, okay, one business that controls 75% or more of the market, one business, one, they control 75% or more of the whole market, not just like a product suite, but like the whole market of what that is typically has a problem with change. And I think that comes from feeling that their own ish don't stink, right? So when they wipe their butt and they pull the tissue back and then they smell it, they're like, ooh, it smells like roses, right? They don't realize that everybody's ish stinks, okay? Don't nobody's ish smell like roses. It don't smell like Jolly Ranchers, you know, and and, and Laffy Taffy, okay? Everybody ish stinks. And I'm not saying that Jolly Ranchers or Laffy Taffy <laughs> smells good. But my point of the matter is I've just found that when businesses reach a certain size and, and they take up such a large portion of the market, they they begin to, of course, dictate the standard. And with dictating the standard, a lot of times that standard becomes less customer focused and more profit focused and more, um, you know, numbers focused instead of customer focused. And a lot of businesses, I would say pretty much every startup, every new and upcoming business, we enter the market mainly because we feel that there's a problem or Mr. Big Shot is not doing something right. So we actually lean on the customer focus side of things, right? And then we gain the customer. And what people forget is gaining the customer is everything in business. You don't gain the money until you gain the customer. If you understand sales, right? In sales, sales is best done through relationships. Sales is best done through the heart, right? And when you do it through relationships and through the heart, that sale is something that is very difficult to go sideways. But when it's gone through just money, it's a lot easier for that person to say, hey, you know, I got a better price with someone else, right? But when it's a relationship and it's through the heart and they believe in what you are doing and your cause and, and how you're executing on it, they become a loyal customer. So looking at Blockbuster, Blockbuster didn't do that. You know, I can recall being in Blockbuster and, uh, you know, like, I think it were like two day rentals. I, I mean, it's been a while. I think it were two or three day rentals. And like you had to, and this is, I'm, I'm, I'm showing my age here. I mean, I'm, I'm in my 20s, but I'm still showing my age here. But you had to like rewind the, the VHS. 
And if you didn't rewind it, I can recall like going to the counter with my mom or my dad and they would they were like, oh, it's not rewound, you know, or I don't even know if that's a word, but you didn't rewind it. We're going to charge you like five dollars or three dollars or ten dollars or whatever, because you didn't rewind the mother flipping VHS. And I'm thinking, I know y'all got a machine back there. You can pop it in and hit rewind for five seconds. Boom. And then it's going to rewind it like but you're going to charge me. So the fees just started getting insane. I mean, we think airlines and like car rental companies have a lot of fees. It was blame Blockbuster. Them cats were charging you for everything. I mean, I know people, we were walking, sometimes the late fee would be like $50. $50 for a late fee. I mean, that is just absolutely insane. Insane. So where I'm coming from all of that is if you're not embracing change and you're not embracing what's new, you will continue to get destroyed. And a lot of big businesses fall into that. So Netflix comes on the game. We all know Netflix today, right? Netflix is, you know, the the premier online streaming service for many people. Um, you know, you have Hulu, which is the premier online streaming service for many people. Then you have other ones like Vudu and all other stuff, right? And then every, now everybody has their own apps. I mean, HBO got their own app. You got Disney coming out with their own thing. So like that's the that they created a new wave of things. Blockbuster was so focused on physical locations. Now. There's another great podcast I suggest that you listen to. It's called Business Wars by Wondery. They actually did one on Blockbusters, Blockbuster and Netflix. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal episodes. They do a great job over there at Wondery um, with that show, Business Wars. Um, and they, they really go in depth into why Blockbuster failed. But the gist of it is Blockbuster was so focused on the physical locations, you know, um, on, on, the, on the model that was already established. They weren't looking into the future. They were not thinking that it was going to be the online game. And so, you know, Netflix, I don't know if you guys remember, but Netflix used to, you know, ship the DVDs. And I don't think Netflix ships any DVDs anymore. But Netflix understood that eventually this is going to go all online. My cost of shipping, my worrying about is this here, you know, this physical, you know, the physical copies of things, there's cost to that. I can lower that cost. Sure, me building this infrastructure to be 100% online is going to cost a decent amount of money to get started and to be new into this. But imagine the changes and how quickly you can download or stream and watch a, a show at, the, at your fingertips anywhere without a physical location of a DVD. So they changed what was a hassle and literally, I mean, just like just totally became creative and said, we don't need anything physical. You just need your screen. And now we stream everything. Blockbuster did not want to change what they were doing. They were so focused on what we've done, how we've done it before, and they did not care and embrace change. In your business, whatever you're doing right now, embrace the change. Embrace where the market is going. Try to get ahead of it. Try to foresee it. Try to become a futurist. Your job as a CEO, as a, as a leader in whatever you are, even if you're not the CEO, even if you're just a manager, one of your jobs is to predict the future. I cannot, I cannot say that loud enough on this podcast. One of your jobs as a leader, especially the CEO, especially whoever owns the business or even a franchisee owner, doesn't matter. One of your main jobs is to see what's going to happen tomorrow before it happens today. And embracing change is a part of that. If you're not preparing for where the market is going, you will just go where the market goes and it's going to take you with it. If you can get ahead of it, you may decide to exit the market. It may, hey, this, hey, I'm out. This is, this is not going to be for me anymore. Blockbuster could have made 
who I mean, think about if Blockbuster had decided to sell their company, let's say not even to Netflix, but to someone else. Let's just say if they decided to pivot and to buy Netflix. I mean, there's so many different ways that you could slice this, this cake, but they didn't do it that way. So focus on understanding the change in your market and you will succeed. Hope you enjoyed that episode and make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. This is the Legend Vest podcast and have a phenomenal, phenomenal day. Thanks.